Shabbat Shalom. Glad that you've joined us today on Tetelestai. Satan can't stop God, and we have been looking this week throughout Scripture and over the last two episodes particularly at the life and ministry, death, burial, and resurrection of the Messiah, the Lord Jesus, and how the devil could not stop God from his work of redeeming humanity, of his work of redeeming creation, of his work of saving mankind. He can't stop God in your life. He cannot. When God is at work and God has an intention and he has a purpose for you, no matter what curveballs Satan throws at you, no matter what stumbling blocks he puts before you and some traps that you may fall ensnared to, ultimately, he cannot stop God's work in you. For he who began a good work will complete it until the day of Jesus. Let's get back into this message to find out more the truth of why Satan can't stop God. He's risen. He has defeated death. He has conquered it just as he said. Just as he said. Folks, believe me. In the spiritual realm, if we probably could have seen what was going on, there was probably the strongest and most powerful demonic entities that Satan had at his disposal. Maybe even the devil himself standing there trying to keep that stone shut. And they had no ability, no power to do it. And when the rumbling started and Christ ascended from that grave and he came forth from it, bursting forth, now all had been accomplished just as the Father had promised. He defeated death. He defeated sin. He defeated Satan. He defeated everything that stood in the way of our redemption. And Satan could not stop the resurrection. As the hymn writer said, vain the stone, the water, the seal. Christ has burst the gates of hell. Death in vain forbids his rise. Christ has opened paradise. Lives again our glorious king. Where, O oh, death, is now thy sting? Once he died our souls to save. Where's thy victory, boasting grave? It has nothing to boast in. Because Jesus has conquered and defeated death. Then he tried through the lies of the religious leaders. They realized something had happened. Soldiers come back and give the report. And so they're scratching their heads. They pay him off. They bribe him and say, look, just tell them that his disciples came during the night. You know, that little ragtag group of guys that took tail, tucked tail and ran several nights before. Yeah, those big, strong, brave guys came and defeated some of the most powerful Roman soldiers at the disposal of Roman guards, and they overpowered him, rolled that stone away, and stole his body. Yeah, tell that story. And of course, the scripture tells us that that's the story that was propagated and was spread from that day forward. That's why that grave was empty, because the disciples came and stole his body. But that lie had no power. Every lie is always defeated by the truth. And the truth was not just in words. The truth became evidenced in deeds. The truth became evidenced in power. The truth became evidenced by the spread of the kingdom of God through the ruling Messiah, the Lord Jesus. Satan could not stop God's rescue. Satan could not stop the realization and the manifestation of God in the flesh. He could not stop the redemption of humanity. He could not stop the resurrection of the Messiah. He cannot and could not stop the rule 
of the Messiah. We are told that Christ, when he left the grave, he ascended to his father. He was glorified. Remember, we're told by John that the Holy Spirit would not be given until Christ had been glorified, until he had been seated as King of kings and Lord of lords at the right hand of the Father. The writer of Hebrews tells us in Hebrews 4.14, Therefore, since we have such a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. Psalm 24, 7 through 10, visualized and saw the ascension and glorification of Jesus. Lift up your heads, O gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is the King of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty, the Lord, mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O gates, and lift them up, O ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. When the writer of Hebrews says that Jesus, our priest, passed through the heavens, remember, the ancients understood and Jesus himself declared that Satan was the prince of the power of the what? The air. In this realm, in the unseen realm, he's a prince there. And when the writer of Hebrews writes that Jesus passed through, he's giving us the picture there that he triumphantly passed through that realm. Couldn't stop him. They could not stop him from ascending to the Father's throne. In that unseen realm, the demons, the angelic principalities and powers, they could not stop him. They simply had to actually move out of the way in fear and in trembling. And not only that, we know Paul tells us that it, he took captivity captive. Jesus had defeated Satan in such a way that like a Roman general riding through the city of Rome after a triumphant victory with a, on his white horse and having all of the slaves of and conquered foes behind him in chains and as they proceeded through the city all of the people celebrating the victory of that general were clapping their hands clapping their hands not just celebrating the victory of the general but clapping their hands the clapping of their hands was putting to shame the enemies as they walked by they were letting them know defeated you're defeated you've lost you've lost look at you're you're nothing you're captives now you're nothing you see, folks, any time, that's why the scripture talks about clap your hands, O oh, you people, and shout to the God with a voice of triumph. Because it is saying, every time I clap my hands to God, not only am I applauding God, I am letting the enemy know, defeated, 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 defeated. Jesus ascended to the right hand of the Father. He took his place at the right hand of the Father. And once he did, Satan could not stop his rule. He could not stop the spread of his kingdom. He was now bound according to the book of Revelation. He could no longer hold the nations captive and in deception. Now the gospel would go forth with power. Psalm 2, 8 and 9. Ask of me and I will surely give the nations to you as your inheritance and the very ends of the earth as your possession. You shall break them with a rod of iron. You shall shatter them like earthenware. Psalm 110, 1 and 2, God's favorite verse. The Lord says to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. The Lord will stretch forth your strong scepter from Zion saying, rule in the midst of your enemies. 
And that is what he has been doing ever since the moment he took his place at the right hand of the Father. And the gospel has spread all over the four corners of the earth. And everything that Satan has tried, every persecution, every way of deception, corruption, just like he tried to do with Israel, God had a little counter move. God had a counter move. God had a counter move because Satan can not stop the rule and reign of the Messiah. He cannot stop God's rule and reign. Not now, not ever. Shabbat Shalom. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift his countenance toward you and give you his peace.